0: It's time now for KORN News Radio Sports Coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball. Broadcast of this playoff game has been authorized by special arrangement with the Board of Directors of the South Dakota High School Activities Association. Colonel Basketball on KORN being brought to you by Poet, First Dakota National Bank, Iverson Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, Aurora Cooperative, Avera Health Central Office, Running Farm and Fleet, Hearing Plus, Mitchell Roofing, Core Insurance, Southeastern Electric Co-op, SDI, Barcher Concrete and Masonry, Agronomy Plus and Mitchell, Rock Creek and Howard and Valley Station and Armor, Sungold Sports, Farm Bureau Financial Services, Rocky Newenhouse. The South Dakota Attorney General's Office, Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. We now go courtside for coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball in your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com. Here's Sports Director Travis Krenz. Guess what, folks?
1: We're in Brandon again. It's Colonel Basketball here on KORN News Radio. It's the SODAC 16. Here for the Colonel girls, another 12 seed tonight, taking on the five seed, Brandon Valley. I'm Travis Crin's band lively as ever here in Brandon, still about 15 minutes away from tip off tonight. For the second time in six days, we're here. For the third time in 10 days, we're here in Brandon Valley. Uh, Brandon Valley at 15 and five, uh, playing pretty well right now. They've won nine in a row, and these teams played last Saturday night to hear part of that doubleheader to end the regular season. And that was a 55-33 win there for Brandon Valley. Maybe closer than that 22-point uh, difference would indicate. Uh, Colonels were down only one late in the first half. They were down eight at halftime. They were down eight as we went into the fourth quarter. But then Mitchell just stopped scoring. They were outscored 17-3 uh, over the final eight minutes. And that was your difference tonight. Again, Colonels got to score much more than 33 to be competitive here tonight versus Brandon Valley. The Lynx looking to make the state tournament here for their eighth consecutive year. Our pregame show continues. We'll get to your starting lineups here in about 10 minutes, and plus we'll uh, take a look at what else is going on here across the state. Seven other games uh, here for the double A Sodak 16, and we should know the results of most of those here by the time we're done here in the next couple of hours. Plus we'll talk with the head coach, Dave Brooks, what he thinks about a second straight game here at Brandon Valley. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball tonight, live from Brandon on KORN.
2: With all the snow and cold temperatures, it's that time of year when people want to plan a trip somewhere warm and sunny. Do your research and purchase from known companies. Your version of luxury accommodations and close to the beach can be completely different than their version. Know exactly what you're to get from your purchase and who to reach out to if issues arise. And make sure that you get everything in writing. If you should have issues with your travel package, call Consumer Protection at 800 1986 or visit their website consumer.sd.gov for more information.
1: It is Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball as our pregame show continues as we talk with head coach Dave Brooks. Sodak sixteen tonight in Brandon again, uh, third trip here in a, in a week and a half, coach, and we're we're pretty familiar, I'd say, with with the Brandon Valley Gym by now.
3: We are, yeah, and we think we know their personnel. And uh, but if we can do something about it, that's those are maybe two different questions or two different things. But yeah, it's a little familiarity, so we're uh, um, I think we're okay with that.
1: Uh, go back to last Saturday, that uh, regular season finale. You, you, again, kind of a theme throughout the year. You played them close for about three quarters, and then uh, offense kind of kind of went away in that fourth quarter. So, uh, what what do you take away from that game on Saturday, and uh, what needs to get better, maybe offensively, because this was a pretty competitive game for two and a half quarters.
3: Well, I think you know with the kids all, I think firmly believe is that we can play with them, and uh, for the. Fourth or fifth game in a row, they just keep going. We got to play 32 minutes. We got to play 32 minutes, and so it's you know it's one thing to say, it's another thing to do it. And you know, I clipped up some things, and said so we were we were down um, uh, three with 55 seconds to go before halftime, and we have a, a lapse on defense, and they turn around and get open, make a three, then we come down, and have a turnover, and then they come down and and get a pretty much a wide open layup to end the half, and so we go from being down three to down eight at half. And I told him, you know, that's eight is not an insurmountable lead to overcome, but it wouldn't it have been nice to be three down or tied at half? And said, so those are the things that kind of that hurt us because then we, in that second half, we just couldn't seem to, to dent that seven, eight point lead. And then two threes, and now they're up 14 or 15. And, and then we're, you know, kind of going, oh, boy, here we go again. So uh, hopefully uh, we can maybe cut down some of those mistakes and, and uh, hit, a, hit a key shot to kind of keep our momentum going.
1: Hillary Barron's had a nice night, and uh, how do you kind of key on her? She might get her 20 or 25, but uh, would you rather her get that and then contain everybody else, or how do you go against uh, kind of stopping this uh, this offense led by Hillary Barron's?
3: Well, hopefully we can keep her under what she got last mm-hmm. time, and then uh, we think number three, Decker's probably their second best shooter. And then, uh, so we'll try to focus on those two kids, at least try to get a hand in their face, and, you know, Barron's can. She can just do a lot of things, mm-hmm. so it's if she puts it on the floor, we got to get the help to kind of make her give it up. Um, and uh, you know, Deckard, hopefully she's not having a hot night, or or that third or fourth person, mm-hmm. you know, because they they will shoot the three, and and uh, we got to hope that we can we can uh, maybe cause a little bit of an off night for them, or maybe they just have an off night on their on their own. Our hope is if if we can keep it close in the fourth quarter, then maybe there's more pressure on them than there than there is on us. So we'll, uh, well we we got to get to that fourth quarter.
1: Girl and Girls basketball tonight in Brandon yet again. Head coach Dave Brooks joining us here in the pregame show. Uh, let's go back to senior night there last week. Uh, pretty emotional there with Taylor Giblin getting to go out on the floor one last time for her and the uh, three other seniors. Uh, what was that night like? Uh, you, you play O'Gorman, but uh, kind of uh, always an emotional night when they, when they go to the Corn Palace for that final time.
3: Yeah, it sure is, and, and I'm glad uh, they came up with the idea of Taylor just coming out there, and then Coach Kozu uh, from O'Gorman was more than happy to accommodate that, and and uh, the officials just said rather than, than us go and, and foul somebody once the tip was done to to be able to get her out mm-hmm. of there, the officials said, well, we'll just call the officials timeout, and and so yeah, that was pretty pretty cool, and mm-hmm. I've had people in the community say that it was as a, as a nice thing to do, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I'm glad it, it turned out uh, fine for for everybody.
1: And as we get toward towards the end of the season here, looking at your uh, three-point shots, you've made 103, and that puts you over that uh, 100 mark. You didn't get it last year, but you get it this year. You get the $1,000 bonus here from uh, Mitchell Ruffin and Siding and Corey Cummings. As, uh, we look forward to that $1,000 every year and uh, trips this summer, camps, and all that stuff. What does that $1,000 do here for Mitchell Girls Basketball?
3: well that's that's huge i guess i, I kind of forgot about yeah. now we we, we didn't try to try to get to that number you know but but uh, yeah all those camps uh in the summertime those are really uh it's important you know kids just kind of play year round anymore and so uh last year we, with the coaching situation we never really got signed up enough mm-hmm. to maybe to take an out-of-town trip an overnight or kind of one of those things i think that's a nice little benefit for the kids in, in the program so hopefully uh this summer we can we can catch a camp or we can have an overnight and get some get some games. So that's appreciated very much that support. That's uh, uh especially these days and mm-hmm. in ages money is always tough yeah. to come by so that's a, that's a heck of a shot in the arm for the program. And appreciate no, it.
1: No pressure tonight. You're three over the limit so you don't have to get uh, ten or twelve. You already got it sealed up. So uh nothing okay. <laughs> nothing to lose tonight. Brandon Valley the opponent again. Coach, good luck here. We'll see you after the game. All right. Thanks
3: very much. Appreciate it.
1: Again, Mitchell Basketball looking for that that really first big signature win here, and it's their final opportunity uh, at the number five seed Brandon Valley. And uh, I was over in uh, Parkston there on Saturday, so I missed much of the first half uh, of the game last week, but I did see the second half. And as soon as I got there, then things kind of went to Brandon Valley's way. Uh, but I get there, and it's early. It's a one-point game late in that first half, and as Coach Brooks kind of mentioned, there it was a three-point lead uh, with about a minute to go. Then Brandon Valley went on a quick five-nothing run. Run, uh, in the final minute to go up eight, but then Mitchell came back and they made it a five-point game, and kind of both teams went cold offensively. Uh, so it is possible tonight. That's why they play the games. Mitchell uh, looking for that upset. Uh, they, they proved last week they can play you know two and a half, three quarters uh, with Brandon Valley. It's about playing that complete game though, that full 32 minutes, uh, making sure that offense doesn't go uh, go cold for too often. Again, Mitchell only had three points. In that fourth quarter last Saturday, they were outscored 17-3 to and uh, did not make a field goal. All three of those points came at the foul line. So uh, if you just have an average quarter, maybe 10 points a quarter, 12 points a quarter, uh, give yourself a chance here tonight uh, against Brandon Valley. Uh, elsewhere across the state, here, one game has already tipped off uh, in the uh, Sodak 16 for AA A girls. Uh, O'Gorman, the three seed, uh, they're hosting Rapid City Central. That game tipped off at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, we have a bunch of other 6 o'clock tip offs as well. Uh, number one, Washington, taking on number 16, Roosevelt. Uh, number two, Pier, hosting the 15 seed Brookings. Uh, number six, Harrisburg, they're at home versus Spearfish. Number four, Jefferson, uh, they're hosting Aberdeen Central tonight. Uh, plus, we have a couple games that are going to tip off here in an hour at seven. Uh, that'll be a Rapid City Stevens. They're the seven seed as they host number ten Huron. And also at seven o'clock tonight, Watertown hosting Lincoln in that eight-nine matchup. Again, uh, upsets are very, very rare. This is what fifth, sixth year of the Sodak sixteen. And upsets just really do not happen. Uh, there have been three nine seeds that have been that have beaten eight seeds, which really isn't much of an upset. There's only been two double-digit seeds, a 10 seed and an 11 seed, that have ever won. So Mitchell, this would be by far the biggest upset in the history of this uh, Sodak 16 format. If Mitchell were to win tonight, uh, they would be the highest seed ever to advance to the girls' tournaments. Again, coming up here uh, later on tonight as well. We've got other action: uh, boys basketball region finals uh, over on Q1073 and Corn Country 921. We'll be covering Region 5A tonight. Uh, the one seed Mount Vernon Plankington, takes on the four seed Parkston. That'll be on Corn Country 921 at seven o'clock, and also at seven o'clock tonight on Q107. It'll be the two seed Plant Geddes, taking on the three seed Hanson. Again, winners of those games tonight, they advance the next Tuesday night's Sodak 16 uh, for boys basketball in Class A and in Class B. Uh, there's also a doubleheader going on at the Corn Palace tonight, uh, Region 5B action, as Tripp Delmont-Armor takes on Gregory at 6 o'clock, followed by Wessington Springs and Marty at 7.30. Plus, they have a doubleheader of basketball tonight in Salem at McCook Central. Uh, this is Region 3B semifinals. The one-seed Ethan takes on Del Rapid St. Mary here at 6, followed by Howard and Bridgewater Emory at 7.30. So we'll have to see what area teams win tonight, and I'm sure we'll have tons and tons of coverage, uh, probably three, maybe as many as four games uh, coming up here Tuesday night for the Sodak 16 for boys basketball. Let's get to your starting lineups. Uh, first for the Mitchell Colonels at 8-12 here at the end of the regular season. That number 12 seed, uh, they will start Sawyer Stabner, the 5'9 junior, averaging 14 points and 10 rebounds per game, likely a, a second consecutive all-state season uh, put together here for Sawyer Stabner. Uh, for Mitchell, their second leading scorer is freshman 5'8 guard Addie Simpson, averaging 10 points per game. Uh, Colonels also start Lauren Van Overshield, the 5'5 sophomore, uh, averaged seven points per game. And Van Overshield might be the key to this game. You expect Stabner to get you about 15 points and 10-11 rebounds. And it seems since she can light it up as well. Uh, But Lauren Van Overshield, she's had a couple of big games this year. A couple weeks ago, she had 18 points. And she's put together a couple games near 15 or 20. So if she can have an offensive output like that, uh, you get your usual 10 to 12 from Simpson. You get about 15 from Stabner. You get close to that 50 mark. You feel like Mitchell's got to score at least 50 points tonight uh, to be competitive, and Lauren Van Overshield could be a big part of that tonight. So again, Colonels are 5 and 0 this season when they score more than 50 and they're 3-12 when they're under 50. So that is the magic number tonight. Colonels average is 45 points on the season. If they can get to 50, it doesn't mean they're going to win, uh, but they got a real good shot here tonight at Brandon Valley. Also starting for Mitchell, uh, they've got Delana Hinkle, the 5'9 senior, and also Carson Wyke, number 23 the 5'6 sophomore, and primarily off the bench, it's Allison Myerink, the 5'10 junior. Uh, Myerink averages five points per, se- per game, and she also was our player of the game on Saturday night as she had nine points off the bench versus Brandon Valley. Uh, now for the Lynx, uh, led by their head coach Mike Zur, as uh, they usually make the state tournament. They've been there for the past uh, eight years in a row. As they're now 15 and five, and they're the number five seed, playing as well as anybody in the state right now. They've won nine in a row after starting the season six and five, and they have won 14 of the past 15 matchups here against Mitchell. Uh, they'll start a couple of seniors, Hillary Barons. Uh, she's the name to know. A six-foot forward, she can handle the ball like a guard as well. Uh, she's headed up to South Dakota State next year. Excited about that. Uh, Hillary Barron's averaging 17 points and uh, five-and-a-half rebounds per game. Uh, uh, and they also have a freshman they start as well, Olivia Pageant, a five-seven freshman, and she's actually second on the team this year at nine points per game. Uh, at a guard position, it's 5'4 senior Jada Metzger at five points per game. Kennedy Deckert, a 5'6 junior, averages seven points. And Paisley Hoff, a 5'9 junior, at just under four points per game. Uh, So not impossible, unlikely, but not impossible tonight. Colonels got to play their best game of the year here and see if they can pull off the upset. Winner of tonight will go to the Sanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls next Thursday, Friday and Saturday, for the Class AA Girls Tournament. Colonels were there two years ago when it was at the Pentagon. We want to go back here next week. Colonels got to win tonight or their season will be over. We'll take a quick time out. Come back with Tip-Off up next, live in Brandon on KORN. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell.
2: We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high quality animal feed for
0: years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean
1: environment. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. It is Colonel Basketball here, hopefully not the last game for the Colonels, but it will be the last game for somebody here tonight in Brandon Valley. Colonels the number 12 seed here at 8 and 12 at the end of the regular season, taking on the number 5 seed Brandon Valley Lynx. They finished the year 15 and five. Uh, we do have one game that is almost a final already in the Sodak 16. Number three, O'Gorman, leading number 14, Rapid City Central, 57 to 20. That game late in the fourth quarter. O'Gorman, uh, they're going to be among the teams that are looking to win a state title, and I would say they are among those teams in that conversation as uh, they look to win here. They have a 37 point lead here uh, over Rapid City Central late in that one. 6 o'clock sharp, getting those starting lineups announced. Colonels going to wear their gold road uniforms here tonight with black numbers and black trim. And the Brandon Valley Lynx going to wear their home whites with red numbers and red trim. Again, we'll have coverage tomorrow night as well of the Mitchell boys team. Mitchell boys at 16-4. and They're the number three seed. They'll be at the Corn Palace tomorrow at 6 o'clock, the final double-A boys game tomorrow. They take on the 14-seed Watertown Arrows. Watertown uh, finished at 7-13 in the regular season. Mitchell beat them by 16 points two weeks ago, and Mitchell a pretty substantial favorite, you would say, to win that game tomorrow night. We'll see how it goes. Pre-game show right around 5.45 tomorrow at the Corn Palace. Again, starting lineups being announced. Colonels, uh, they have lost here their past uh, seven games in a row. A tough stretch here to end the regular season. As they have their starters, Sawyer Stabner, Addie Seamson, Lauren Van Overshield, Carson Wyke, and Elena Hinkle. For Brandon Valley, it'll be Hillary Barons, Kennedy Deckert, Jada Metzger, Olivia Pageant, and Paisley Hoff. As we're ready to get underway here, decent crowd on hand tonight. Our third trip in a week and a half here to Brandon. Hopefully we won't have to come back here for quite some time. Sawyer Stabner getting ready to tip things off here with the six-foot Hillary Barons. And Barron's going to go to South Dakota State next year to join the Jackrabbits, and this will be her final game here in her Brandon Valley home court. Barron's at six feet, Stavener at 5'9". Colonel's going to move across the floor from right to left. Brandon Valley from left to right. As we await opening tip-off here tonight, again, Colonels, it's the offense. Can they score? you got to score probably at least 50 points or have a heck of a defensive night. Barons and Stabner, and that's one by Hillary Barons. Got a couple of inches on Stabner, and it'll be Olivia Pageant, a 5-7 freshman, bringing it up here at half court with Stabner on her. Stabner knocks it away, and I believe that touched Brandon Valley last, and it did. So Stabner, they put her on the point guard. The freshman Pageant, she tipped the ball away, and it looked like it hit the leg or knee area of Pageant. So. There you go, We get a turnover in the first 10 seconds. Colonels basketball here. 2-3 uh, zone, a lot of 2-3 zone going to be played tonight by Brandon Valley. They get it inside the Van Overshield, it's blocked. Hinkle on the shot, Barron's with that block, and the uh, rebound. Barron's going to take it coast to coast, go left side, off glass, and they're going to get a foul on Mitchell here right away, 31 seconds in. Hillary Barron's to the line to shoot two. She's an 82% free throw shooter. There's a reason why she's going to go to South Dakota State. She's one of the better players in the state. 17 points, five and a half rebounds per game. I get the foul here on Addie Simpson. Her first, team's first. And the free throw was good here for Hillary Barons. Gets Brandon Valley on the board here with a one-nothing lead. And Barons can shoot it as well. She's got good size at six feet tall, long arms, and... She makes both free throws, so 2-0. Brandon Valley on the free throws. Colonels basketball, Van Oldershield has it top of the key. Carson White pops a three, that one too long. Stabner, though, with the rebound to keep the possession alive. Stabner wants it in the left corner. She'll take a three, that one too short. Rebound for Carson White underneath. Colonels with another opportunity. Couple of offensive rebounds for Mitchell. Carson White has it in the right corner here with 26 to shoot. Plenty of time for Mitchell to get a good shot. They get it down low to Stavner, Kicks it out. Now top of the key to Seamson. Keep working that ball around. Nice, crisp, fast passes. Here's a three left wing. That one is no good for Van Overshield. But another offensive rebound for Hinkle. She loses it, but it was knocked out by Brandon Valley. So the Colonels have had three offensive rebounds on this possession. Still unable to score. 6.45 to go first quarter down 2 nothing. 2-0. They get it to Van Overshield here at the top of the key. She tries to drive, turns left at the foul line, gets it left wing to Andy Seamson, the freshman. Seamson dribbles right near half court, hands it off to Carson Wyke with 20 to shoot. Inside at the foul line to Stabner, wide open three for Simpson right side. That's the shot you want, and it nearly goes in. Colonels go 0 for 4 on that possession with three offensive rebounds, unable to score. They took a good 45 to 50 seconds off the clock, but unable to put points on the board. Here's a drive left side. That's left shortened by the freshman pageant. Stabner comes up with it. Motoring up the court left side to the basket, layup off the glass, good, count it, and the foul. Sawyer Stavner, 6.05 to go, and the first is tied at a two. Mitchell on the board here with their third possession. Foul will be on Brandon Valley, their first. It'll go against Paisley Hoff. Free throw to take the lead. Stavner putting together another All State season. She was an All State second teamer last year as a sophomore and should be just as good this year. Stavner makes the free throw, and Mitchell up in front here, three to two. Two minutes into this one. Pageant brings it up. Stabner on her. Stabner created a couple turnovers early. This one knocked out. Last touch by Brandon Valley. And two minutes into this, both teams kind of struggling offensively. Only one made field goal so far. Pageant at the top of the key. Colonels kind of a man. They they play zone mostly, but uh, here's a drive right corner now right wing on the three that one is in and out no good for kennedy decker and a rebound for stabner Again, colonel's defense mainly plays uh, zone defense all the time but we've kind of seen stabner at the top of the key defend their point guard pageant uh, one-on-one, so that's a little bit maybe of a difference that we've seen from Mitchell uh, here compared throughout the season. Seamson with the three. She nails it at the top of the key. Addie Seamson's first from downtown. A 6 nothing Mitchell run. Colonels lead here by four. Coming up on three minutes to go. Upsets do happen. They're rare, but they do happen. Here's a drive tipped away. Brandon Valley gets it inside. Wide open for a three on the left wing. That's way too strong. An air ball by Metzger. And another rebound for Stabner. She's got three rebounds and three points already. Stabner gets it to Seamson. Seamson at the top of the key. Now a 2-3 zone here by Brandon Valley. Colonel's off to a good start. 6-2. Carson White gets it inside to Stabner, who loses it. Here's a three for Van Overshield. That is in and out no good. That one was nearly down. That would have been a heck of a start. Brandon Valley pushes it, gets it to uh, Deckert in the left corner. She will drive. It's blocked. No foul on that one. Putback is also blocked. Look like Hinkle, and Carson White got a piece of that. Some good defense. Colonels have, a, have numbers here. Five on four. Little 10-foot jumper. Van Overshield too strong. But Hinkle, she, her offensive rebound is blocked away. Stabner gets it. Gets it to Hinkle. But it's stolen by Barrons. Colonels turn it over. And we get, uh, oh, a double dribble. Hillary Barrons. She double dribbles as she was stuck way deep on the Mitchell end in the corner. A great start for Mitchell. Up 6-2 to here. 4.09 to go. First quarter. First substitutions with Van Overshield and Hinkle coming out. We will see Mackenzie Peterson, the sophomore, and also Allison Myerink, the 5'10 junior, averages five points per game. So really a nice start for Mitchell. Again, Brandon Valley, they've only had two points here in the first four minutes. That's good. And Mitchell scored a couple points. And for Mitchell, you're looking at 12 points a quarter. That's all we're asking for. Baron's with the steal. Barrels over Stabner. No foul there. Baron's drives, and they bail her out again with another whistle. Not uh, Mitchell's fault, just a bad call uh, officiating-wise. Barrens. this is the second time we've seen Hillary Barron just barrel her way through the lane, and they bail her out with the call. Just barreling into somebody, and they'll bail you out. So second foul here on Mitchell. And this is the second also on Seamson. She's got both of them. So Barons to the line. This one wide right. In fact, I think she airballed this. Boy, that's uh, you don't see that. Hillary Barons with an airball, wide right. Wow. Six to two, Mitchell in front. Four oh two left. First quarter. Again, Simpson cannot be in foul trouble tonight. She's got two early. Oh, and Barons misses a second one. Rebound here for Simpson. So again, Simpson cannot pick up a third foul as she brings it up. So Barons 0 of two from the line that trip. Colonels against this 2-3 defense. Seamson a three top of the key, and she hit it again, folks. She may be an All-State player in a couple years. Two threes for Seamson. Nine to two, Mitchell in front. They're looking like the five seed. Brandon Valley's looking like the 12 seed. Drive from right to left, now in the right corner. Drive underneath the basket. This one blocked by Stabner, and they're going to get her for the foul, she has blocked that attempt on that left baseline drive by Olivia Pageants. Stavner with some nice energy early. Simpson is hot from three. She's got two early. This already the third trip to the line for Brandon Valley. We're four and a half minutes in. They can't make their free throws. They're two of five from the line. Pageant misses that one. She's a good shooter at 72%. Metzger out, a guard for Brandon Valley. Recipe for success early. Free throw, this one is good. Pageant on the board. And I should say that uh, Brandon Valley has yet to make a field goal. We're nearly five minutes into the game, and they have three free throws. That's the only way they've scored. Colonel still up comfortably here, nine to three. In for Mitchell, number 20, Delana Dagan, as Seamson is out with those three fouls. She's got two uh, early three pointers. This one tipped away, White turns it over. Leads to a fast break opportunity. Brandon Valley nearly throws away in the right corner. Here's a Barron's three. That one is no good from the right elbow. Another quick shot here for Hillary Barron's. Just a little bit short on her three. Stabner brings it up. Again, Colonels, you want to score, but you also want to take time off the clock. You want to make possessions very precious in this game. If you could run 30 seconds off the clock every possession and score, that would be just about perfect. Drive by Stadner. Nearly got the free throw to go over three Brandon Valley defenders. Instead, she was fouled. 2.40 to go here, 9-3. Mitchell in front early. This is the second foul on Brandon Valley and also the second on Paisley Hoff. So she has both of their fouls. Stadner to the line, shooting two. Stabner, much improved from the foul line. Shooting now around a 63% clip. Makes that one. Colonel's now up 10-3. Paisley-Hoff will check out with those two fouls here for Brandon Valley. Second free throw for Stabner. This one no good, and Meyerink fighting for the rebound. Can't get it. Stabner, one of two from the line. Mitchell up seven here late first quarter. Drive, this one kick underneath. Layup is good. Brandon Valley with some bench points right there from number five Madison Geever a 6-1 sophomore who's more of a traditional post player 10-5 Mitchell in front here with 2.15 to go cross-court pass tipped away bad pass there by Peterson intercepted by Brandon Valley they get it to Barron's on the right side now in the right corner there's a baseline drive underneath left corner here with two minutes to go first quarter Baseline drive. We get a foul. Free throws upcoming for Ava Kellenberger. A 5'7 freshman off the bench with a minute 59 to go here. Three of six from the line. Brandon Valley is thus far. This will be the fourth foul on Mitchell. And this will be the first on Delaney Dagan. Free throw is no good. So early on, how do you pull off an upset? Oh, man, the other team just shoot free throws terribly. Three of seven from the line. As Kellenberger misses that one, she's only a 45% shooter at the line. Only averages around 1.7 points. Excuse me, 6.7 points, So a little bit better than that. She hits the second one. Colonels up 10-6 to here, minute 55 to go first quarter. Brandon Valley head coach. Oh, we get a travel on Carson White. That one on the left wing didn't do much, but she shuffled her feet and traveled. So again, This is now the offensive drought that Mitchell can ill afford. Unless they're going to shut out Brandon Valley on the other end, the Colonels, they go through too many times where they won't score for you know, entire quarters. Last Saturday here in Brandon, they did not make a shot in the fourth quarter. Barron's three, double clutches. That one off the mark just did not look good. She kind of double-clutched that one. Rebound for Peterson. Colonel's bring it up. Here's Van Overshield. He got Seamson and Stabner on the bench. Seamson with those two fouls and six points. Meyerink inside. Dagan in the right corner. is going to come in here next time uh, we get a stoppage. Carson Weick on the left wing. And you're looking at probably Meyerink and Van Overshield to shoot here. Here's Meyerink. Takes a long two. High off glass. That was a brick no good uh, from the left elbow. And we got a foul on Mitchell. Going after the loose ball. Peterson and Van Overshield were there. We'll see which one they call. Five fouls already on Mitchell. And this will go against Mackenzie Peterson. Peterson will check out. A couple good minutes for her defensively. And Stabner back out there. Ten to six. Colonel's in front here with a minute to go in this first quarter. Olivia Paget right wing. She's bumped by Van Overshield. I think we're going to get a push on her. So too many fouls early on for Mitchell. They've already picked up six fouls in this first half. I know Brandon Valley's struggling to score and struggling from the foul line. They're just four of eight. And a foul right here on Van Overshield, her first, team sixth. So Brandon Valley close to being in the bonus here by the end of this first quarter. They get it in, down low, right side, turn left to Barron's layup is good, splits the defense. First field goal tonight for Barron's, and they've cut that Colonel late from seven, now down to two. Colonel's gotta be a little bit crisper with their passes as well. Cross court, here's Delaney Dagan, top of the key. Colonel's up 10, eight, 35 seconds to go. Need a score here, need a bucket. Ben Overshield at half court, passes it right to Carson Weick with 12 to shoot. Gotta get it to Stabner's hand, she's in the right corner. Van Overshield top of the key with eight to shoot. Colonel's just way out of position. Carson White, two to shoot. White put it up. Oh, did not beat the buzzer. It was a shot clock violation. Not a good possession for Mitchell. White had a very good look. She tried to rush her shot, but her defender went for the steal, left her open, had a 15-footer near the foul line, and too strong and air it. So, shot clock turned off here, 12 seconds to go. First quarter, Brennan Valley with the ball here, down 10-8. to eight pageant has it on the right wing five to shoot, going to drive right side on Stabner, kick it out left side, along two for the tie, that one rattles it in good for Madison Giever. who comes off the bench to score four points in the first quarter ten to three, Mitchell was in front but then Brandon Valley ends it on a seven to nothing run, And another long scoring drought for the Mitchell offense although after eight minutes we're tied at ten apiece, we'll take it we're back in two, or excuse me, one minute you're listening to Colonel Basketball Tonight on KORN. Ah, uh, why am I so sore? There are everyday moments.
2: Oh, hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder!
1: Yeah, that hurt.
2: And there are epic moments. Slides!
0: Slides! Slides! Slide.
2: When a moment creates a health need, visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org slash orthopedics.
1: Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball here tonight, and we're tied at 10 here in Brandon Valley. Colonels here are tied at 10 with possession. Got their starters out there. Here's, here's Van, uh, excuse me, Stavner on the right side. It's knocked away to Carson Wyke. Stavner three in the right corner for the lead, and she hit it. She doesn't hit a lot of them, but that's becoming more a part of her game. sawyer Stavner from three. She's got a game-high seven. Colonels back up 13-10 to here, 30 seconds in to the second quarter. Here's Kellenberger on the left side. Now oh, here's a left baseline drive. They leave it down low to Barron's wide open look, and she hits it. Hillary Barrons with six points for Brandon Valley. She had 22 against Mitchell on Saturday. Colonels lead here cut to one. Van Overshield at the top of the key. Seamson here at half court. Seamson back out there with the two fouls and six points. Stavner gets it right side to White. Now back to Stabner on the right wing. She'll try to drive, get rid of it. Underneath the Van Overshield, tough pass. Meyerink wide open layup and good. Assist to Van Overshield. Meyerink's first basket tonight. Some good ball movement to find out the open player. 15-12. Colonels playing very well offensively now. After a slow start to that first quarter up by three. Barron's inside. Loses it. It'll be last touch. I think Meyerink knocked that away. Van Overshield also went for the strip. So you got to like what you see. Like what you're hearing here for Mitchell early on. They're scoring some points. Mitchell only had 18 points on Saturday night here at halftime. They already have 15 here with six and a half minutes to go in the first half. Up 13 to 12. Down low, this time left side off the uh, front iron. It rolls in for Madison Giever. Again, off the bench, Six-one 1 sophomore's already got six points. Uh, Colonels only really have the size to compete with her down low. 15-14, Mitchell in front here, late first half. 6'15 to go. Down low to Meyerinks. Got to get rid of it. Throws it to half court. Seamson saves it from an over and back. She was bumped. No call. You need to get that one. Seamson with the long two. She hits it. That was a two from just inside the arc on the right side. Seamson appears to be on her mark early. She's got eight to lead everybody tonight. 17-14. Mitchell in front. Barons down low left side. Barrels into Myerink. Misses the shot. She was short from about five feet out. Colonel's going to try and push it here. Stabner underneath and we get a foul. That'll be on Brandon Valley. And Kellenberger, her first team's third. I think Stabner realized that Behrens was trailing the play. Colonels had a five on four advantage. Decided to drive on the right baseline and they called her for the foul. Meyerink and Van Overshield are out. Mackenzie Peterson back in for Mitchell. And we also see Carson White back in. They get it to She She's kind of open there at the top of the key. Does not take a three. Delaney Hinkle also back in. Stamer gonna drive the left baseline, stop, 15 feet out. Seamson a three from the right side, boy, she is on tonight. Seamson with three three three-pointers. She's got a game-high 11. Here's a three for Brandon Valley, left side, it goes in. Hits the top of the backboard and bounces in, a lucky bounce if I ever saw one. I believe that was Metzger on the three. Boy, they needed that badly. 20-17, 20-17, to 17, Colonel's in front here, 5.05 to go, first half. stavner drive the baseline right side, underneath, and we're gonna get a foul, this will be on number five, Geever, her first, team's fourth. So the foul's starting to even up here, four on Brandon Valley, six on Mitchell, 5.02 to go. Here, if you're a Brandon Valley fan, still early in this one, but boy, you have not uh, really led it all tonight. 2017, Mitchell in front. 5.02 to go in the half, and they get a fresh 35. Seamson trying to get it in, got to get it in. Finally, does to Hinkle. Oh, Stadmer's open on the left side. Peterson drives, misses it, tipped away, and Stadmer was open on that left side. Stadmer going in for the steal, didn't get it, and did not foul. That's good. Here's a drive by Deckert, kicks it out, wide open three, right corner, that one is too strong. Rebound for Hinkle. Oh, Hinkle loses it, I don't think she ever had it. And Brandon Valley gets the offensive rebound in a second shot here to tie it up with the three. Deckert drives underneath, Hinkle, good defense, Delana Hinkle on the block. Nice job by Hinkle, staying on the ground, getting the block. Boy, this is as well as Mitchell's play that I've seen really this season on both ends of the floor. 2017 Mitchell in front with the ball. And we get a foul as Seamson's knocked to the ground here right in front of us in the left corner. This will be the fifth foul on Brandon Valley. They'll give it to Jada Metzger, her first. Timeout on the floor. Addie Seamson with 11 points and three three-pointers already. Meanwhile, Stabner, she also has a three-pointer. She's got seven Colonels leading here 2017. 4.15 to go in this first half. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN.
2: Have you been told the older years are golden? For someone with a hearing loss, they are not golden, but silent and lonely. Are you noticing yourself or someone you love not partaking in conversations of life? Did you know not being able to hear others may lead to dementia? If you cannot hear or understand what someone is saying to you or you are isolating from others and thus may be decreasing your ability to think, you need to get your hearing tested and begin the journey to re-engaging in life again. We are Hearing 605 996 605-9960-281. Hearing Plus. LLC, and so much more.
1: Timeout here on the floor is the Colonels have possession and the lead here with 4.15 to go in this first half. Colonels have pretty much led here from the get-go. They were up 10-3 early. We were tied at 10 at the start of the quarter. Seamson gets it in here to Myerink. back to Seamson. 20-17, Mitchell in front. Seamson wide open, takes a deep two. This one partially tipped. Boy, if she just could have made, it, took a step back, she would have had a wide open three. Rebound for Brandon Valley. Metzger pushes it aggressively. Here's a drive right side. That is short by Pageant and another quick possession. You feel like Brandon Valley, they obviously didn't expect to be trailing at this point. A lot of quick shots. Stadner loses it, gets it to Inc. Left side layup is no good. Meyerink fighting for it, but uh, she was the last one to touch it. Brandon Valley ball. You feel like Brandon Valley is pressing a little bit on the offensive end. A lot of quick shots. They're just kind of driving the lane, throwing something up. Maybe hoping for a foul, they're not really running much of an offense. 2017 Mitchell in front here, 3:30 to go in this first half. Colonels proved last week they can play with this team, but you got to win. Right corner, they think about a three. Deckert can't pull the trigger. They get it down low, layup counted, and the foul for Hillary Barons. Meyerink on the foul. That's her first. Team seventh, so that puts Brandon Valley in the bonus here with 3.22 to go in the half. Barron's on the layup. She's got eight. Free throw here would tie it up at 20. Barron's at the line. Two for four. Made her first two. Missed her last couple. And this one is good, so now she's three for five. And we're tied at 20 here with 3.20 to go. Colonels were only down by a point or two in the last minute of the first half last weekend, but then Brandon Valley went on a big 5-0 run. Turned a two-point lead into a 7-8-point lead real quick. Seems to knocks it off the uh, ankle of her defender, so it'll be out of bounds here off of Brandon Valley in front of their bench with 25 to shoot. Colonels had 10 points in that first quarter. They've scored 10 in the second. They didn't score there for the last three minutes or so of that first quarter. They cannot go through another drought like that. Seamson on the left wing. Again, 2-3 zone defense. get Seamson open. She's at 3 from deep already. Seamson will drive the baseline. A 10-foot jumper. This one is short. Myring tips it away. Rebound for Brandon. They want to run. Here's Paget but she throws it away. Last touched by Brandon Valley. They were looking for Barons. And this Brandon Valley crowd wanted it off of Mitchell, but as the old saying goes, you don't always get what you want. 2.45 to go, first half. Colonel's ball tied at 20. Carson White now top of the key to Van Overshield. Free throw line jumper, Stavner. That's good. Stavner now with nine points. Colonel's have only had three players score, but if those top two can get you 40, you may have a shot tonight. Colonel's back in front by two here, late first half. They get it down low. They throw it away. Van Overshield with the steal. They were trying to get it down low to Giever, but the pass was well over her head and nowhere close. Seamson left wing. Van Overshield top of the key. Gets it down at the free throw line to Stabner. Stavner trips and falls, recovers. Gets it back to Seamson. Good defense for Brandon Valley. Mitchell's had some hot shooting tonight, though. Stavner at the foul line. She'll drive right side. Off glass and good. That's why she is one of the bests players in the States. Back-to-back shots here for Stabner. And Brandon Valley, they need another timeout. They need to talk this thing over. 11 points for Stabner. 11 for Seamson. It's really been all Mitchell here this evening. Up 24-20. to We have a minute 50 to go in this first half. All Mitchell tonight looking for the upset. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN.
2: I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house, that's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse. Anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof.
1: Late first half, Colonel girls up 24 to 20 here at the number five, see Brandon Valley. Take a look at some other scores here as we near halftime. Drive underneath, this one tipped away, shot well short by Deckert, tried for that layup on the right side. 90 seconds to go here, see if the Colonels can build on this four point lead. 11 points each for Simpson and for Stabner, also two points for Meyerink. Meierink down low right side, turns left, leaves it short. Nice move there on Barron, just left a little bit short. Barons will push it. She won't give it up. Ten foot jumper. That one's no good. Another quick shot off the mark for Hillary Barron. Stabler with the rebound. See if Mitchell slows it down here. You want to go into halftime here with the lead. Van Overshield top of the key. Carson White left side here. 25 to shoot. 60 seconds to go. No reason why Colonel should not have a halftime lead. Up 24 to 20. Oh, a double dribble. They call Simpson on the uh, turnover. Double dribbled here on the left wing. So if Mitchell plays their cards right, this could be Brandon Valley's final possession. 53 seconds to go here, first half. Get a stop here, bring the ball up, slow it down, hold for final shot. 24-20, Colonels in front here with 53 seconds to go. For Brandon Valley, they've got nine points from Hillary Barron. She's averages 17 on the season. They also have six points off the bench from Madison Geever. And then we've got a three-pointer from Jada Metzger. So kind of like uh, Mitchell, both of these teams, they've really only had two primary scorers. Not, uh, not a diverse offense here tonight, scoring-wise. Here's a drive by Pageant. She throws it away in the left corner to Van Overshield. Ten-second di- ten differential here as Van Overshield calls it out. Carson White on the right side, now down low. Drive by Stavener. and oh, they call it for the travel. How about that? They're giving Brandon Valley every opportunity here at the end of this half another quick turnover. 36 seconds to go, 35 on the shot clock. So there was a one second difference. Brandon Valley has not been very patient offensively. They've they've, uh, shot it early and often. They have only made seven shots in this first half. Here's in the right corner with 22 to shoot. Strive by Pageant. Stavener on her. Decker at the left, he thinks about a left side three. 15 to shoot. Drive right corner, they think about a three and said it's a floater. Well, short, and the Colonel should have final possession. Then Overshield brings it up with seven seconds to go. Colonel's got to go, five seconds to go. Barron strips it away. Now, Brandon Valley with a chance free. If uh, at the, uh, the Colonel's turn it over, and they get a half court shot, that's well short. So, a messy end to it. Brandon Valley could never uh, get back into it to tie or take the lead, given multiple opportunities. And if you're Mitchell, like, man, we should maybe be up by six or eight points, the way that end of that first half went. Either way, if you told Mitchell they'd be up at halftime here tonight, 24-20, to 20, I think they would say, sign me up for that. Colonels outscore Mitchell, or, or Colonels uh, can't outscore themselves, but they outscore Brandon Valley 14-10 to 10 here at the uh, end of the uh, first half, 14-10 to 10 in the second quarter. Let's take a look right now before we go to our halftime show, some other scores from around the state. Uh, potential upset here is the number 13 seed, Aberdeen Central, is leading the four seed, Jefferson. That game is 18-17 in favor of Aberdeen. That one is at halftime. And uh, the winner of this one between Brandon Valley and Mitchell will play the winner of Jefferson and Aberdeen. And that would, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be interesting if you had the 12 seed, Mitchell, win this one. And they would have to take on the number 13 seed, Aberdeen in the first round of the state tournament. That would be awfully, awfully interesting. Uh, also tonight, a potential upset, number 11, Spearfish, leading at number 6, Harrisburg, 19-14 to at the end of the first half. So we have three double-digit seeds with leads here at halftime. Uh, also, uh, Washington, the one seed, blowing out Roosevelt, 35-19 at halftime. And uh, pier they're only up by 6, 24-18 on the 15-seed Brookings as that game uh, nears halftime. Uh, we do have one final, the three-seed O'Gorman, they defeat the 14-seed Rapid City Central 63-26. to 26. Also a couple other games gonna tip off at seven o'clock tonight. Huron uh, is at Rapid City-Stevens and Sioux Falls-Lincoln is at Watertown. And uh, the upsets rarely happen here in double-A We still have a half of basketball to go, but the 12-seed Mitchell leads by four over number five, Brandon Valley. The 11-seed Spearfish leading Harrisburg by five at halftime and the 13-seed Aberdeen leading at Jefferson by one at the end of the first half. We're back in three minutes with some scores and recaps here on KORN News Radio. Halftime Show brought to you by Rocky Newenhouse and Farm Bureau Financial Services.
2: Trust goes with territory here, so when
1: someone you trust says you can save over 35% on your health care coverage, you listen. Introducing South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans, quality coverage for everyone, not just farmers. To learn more about our new South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans, contact me, Rocky Newenhouse in Corsica, Mitchell, or Huron at 990-3223 or visit livewellsd.com. Halftime here in Brandon Valley tonight, the Sodak 16 matchup here, A girls upset brewing here between uh, the 12 seed Mitchell as they lead the five seed Brandon Valley 24 to 20. And Mitchell's used some nice outside shooting here from Addie Simpson, She's has 11 points as uh, she's made three threes. Uh, Simpson also picked up two fouls in that first quarter and has not picked up a foul since. So that's very important. You have her on the uh, floor offensively for Mitchell. Uh, Also, Sawyer-Stabner's been all over the place. She's got a three-pointer as well. Uh, She's made four shots, and she's got 11 points also uh, with about six rebounds, working on another double-double. Then Allison Meyerink with two points off the bench. So uh, 24 points here for Mitchell, but 22 of them have come from Stabner and Simpson. Uh, Meanwhile, for Brandon Valley, again, they only have 20 points here in this first half. They average 51 points per game on the season. Uh, Hillary Behrens, their best player, has nine points. Madison Giever off the bench. She has six on three layups. And they got a a three-pointer for Metzger and a a free throw for Pageant and Kellenberger. So that's their scoring for Brandon Valley. Uh, Brandon Valley at 15-5. and They've won nine in a row. And they have won 14 of the past 15 games uh, versus Mitchell, although the Colonels did win uh, back in 2021-67 to 62. Again to Mitchell, 24 points. This kind of played at uh, Mitchell's pace. Uh, Mitchell 5-0 this season uh, when they score more than 50 points, and they are 3-12 and when they score under 50 points. So you look at the scoreboard right now, they've got 24 and would translate to 48 points if they can do the same there in that second half. So uh, the lower score this ballgame is, uh, the better that is uh, for the Mitchell Colonels here tonight, looking to pull off a huge upset. And uh, again, elsewhere, those scores that we brought you just to hear, uh, no changes thus far, but the, the two to keep an eye on right now, uh, the 11-seat Spearfish leads Harrisburg 19-14 at the end of the first half. Again, that's a Harrisburg team. They're very good, but they, again, they're just a team that's terrible to watch and they don't score many points. So if there was any upset, uh, you would think Harrisburg because uh, they, they just do not score very many points, even though they, they are a pretty good team uh, this year, the Harrisburg Tigers. And the other upset uh, over in Sioux Falls that we're keeping an eye on is the 13 seed Aberdeen Central leading the 4 seed Sioux Falls Jefferson The winner of the Aberdeen-Jefferson game will play the winner of Mitchell and Brandon Valley. State tournament at Sanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls coming up next Thursday is when that starts, and we hope to be there to take on either Jefferson or Aberdeen should Mitchell have a nice second half. We're back in two minutes. Second half coming up here. Colonels trying to pull it off tonight. Up 24-20 at the half. We're back in two minutes on KORN. Urgency during planting can cause things to be overlooked, potentially causing an accident. Southeastern Electric Cooperative wants you to have a safe and productive spring planting season. Please remember to stay away from downed power lines, call 811 before you dig, and look up when moving large equipment. Southeastern is committed to keeping you safe around electrical wires and transformers. This safety message is brought to you by Southeastern Electric, a proud supporter of area athletics. Second half here in Brandon tonight. Colonel Girls leading 24-20. to 20. I'm Travis Crims. This would be the biggest upset that we would have had in the Sodak 16 here in year number six of this. Colonels 24 to 20. Brandon Valley moving across the floor here from right to left. As they'll start Hillary Behrens, Olivia Pageant, Kennedy Deckert intercepted by Stabner. Stainer gets it ahead to White. Layup is way off the mark. Put back, though, is good for Lauren Van Overshield. Turnover turns into points. Van Overshield's first tonight. Off the offensive rebound. Here's the three by Deckert. This one in and out, no good. Hinkle fighting for the rebound. Got it away. There from Paisley Hoff. Stamer gets it up. Now in the right corner here. Oh, Colonels turn it over. Van Overshield's pass in the middle of the floor. Intercepted by Barrons. 26 20. Colonels with the lead here. 7 10 to go in this third quarter. And waiting for this Brandon Valley offense to get things going. They only made seven shots in that first half. They get it to Deckert. And there's a drive on the baseline. This one high off glass. No good for Metzger. But an offensive rebound for Hoff. They get it right back on the right side here to Barron's. Barron's drives, uses her left hand. That one's off the mark and no good. Another rebound by Hinkle. Hinkle's had a nice night. A couple rebounds and a block for her. Carson Weick, three from the right side. That one is in and out. No good. Hits the rim again. But Van Overshield with another rebound. Stabner put back is short. Stabner puts it back, though. Colonel's got a score here. They've gotten two offensive rebounds this possession. Drive by Seamson. She loses it, and that'll be a turnover. And we get a foul. Not a bad foul there by Van Overshield. She knocks into Barron's. That was probably going to lead to a fast break layup there for Brandon Valley. Van Overshield on the foul, her second, team's first. 26 to 26-20. Longer this one goes, you got to feel the more confident Mitchell is. They've really limited Brandon Valley here offensively tonight. Drive left side by Paget using her left hand over Hinkle and good. That's Pageant's first field goal tonight. 26-22, Mitchell in front. Coming up on six minutes to go here until the fourth quarter. Van Overshield on the right side. Colonels with their gold uniforms tonight. Black numbers and trim. This one tipped away. Last touch by Brandon Valley. Colonels will get it here with 20 to shoot. White home uniforms for the Lynx tonight. Red numbers and trim. Colonels get it in near half court. Now right side to Seamson. 2-3 zone defense. Seamson three right corner. That's good. She's going to win player of the game if the Colonels can pull this off. Four three-pointers tonight for Addie Seamson. The freshman coming up big. This one tipped away. Hinkle got a hand on it. Colonels come up with it. 29-22. Colonels lead by seven. Colonels had a 10-3 lead early. That was their largest lead. Now it's back up to seven. Tipped away from Seamson. They get it to Van Overshield. Here at the free throw line. Stavener underneath. A foul underneath. Nope, just blocked. Hinkle on the shot. It was blocked by Barrons but it was last touched by Brandon Valley. Colonels get it with 16 to shoot. Colonels gonna go to the bench here. Allison Meierink will check in for Delana Hinkle. Hinkle's had a very nice night. She hasn't scored, but she's been very active under the basket. 16 to shoot for Mitchell. Underneath, layup is blocked. Stabner got swatted away. She gets it back, puts it up, and is fouled. First foul on the Lynx in this third quarter will lead to two free throws for Stabner. If she can make both of them, Colonels would be up by nine here with 5.20 to go in the third. First foul on Brandon Valley. This will be the third on Paisley Hoff, who is scoreless tonight. Staibner, her free throw is no good. Colonels just got to execute so perfectly to pull this one off. And Mitchell is going to take a timeout. 5.20 to go here in this third quarter. Colonels extending their lead 29 22. We'll have one sawyer Stabner free throw up next. We're back in a quick 30 seconds on KORN. Think Quality Products. Think Quality Service.
0: Think Sun Gold Sports. Locally owned and operated. Offering screen printing, embroidery, and vinyl prints. They want you to look good in the stand. So stop by and pick up some new fan gear. But Sun Gold Sports does more than print shirts. They offer awards and plaques, grills, promotional items, and a variety of sporting goods. Located on East K Avenue in Mitchell, it's Sun Gold Sports. Open Monday through Saturday. And a proud supporter of Mitchell activities. Visit their Facebook page
1: for new arrivals and sales. Timeout here on the floor. Another good start to the second half for Mitchell. is. They were up by uh, four here at the half. They're up now by seven. Colonels with a 5-2 to two run here to start the third quarter. Sawyer-Stavener at the line, shooting one. Missed the first free throw. Timeout was called. Staebner's got 11 points. Simpson has had 14 for Mitchell. She's got four from three. Second free throw. Oh, this one just barely goes in. Goes all the way around the rim and down. Stavener now with 12. This is the largest lead tonight. Colonels up 30 to 22. Still early second half. Brandon Valley pressuring this. The pressure is now on Brandon Valley. Metzger underneath. They kick it out. Here's a drive by Pageant. Left side layup is short. Gets her own rebound and dribbles it back out. Drive by Barons. Upside is good. She wanted the foul, she was knocked to the ground, no call. Barons now with 11. Colonels lead down to six. Uh, oh, we get a technical foul here on Brandon Valley head coach Mike Zur. The Mitchell crowd always likes that, so we're gonna get some free throws here for Mitchell. And boy, he can ill afford that in a close game like this to give the other team a couple free throws. Mike Zur in the technical as he wanted a foul on his star player, Hillary Barron's underneath. Stavener to the line to shoot two. First three throw for Sawyer is good. Colonels back up by seven. We'll see what Stavener does at the line and how big that technical is as Zur will take a seat for the first time. That one's no good. So, marking the books, one extra point there for Mitchell because of Brandon Valley's head coach, got a technical. 31-24, Colonels will have the ball up by 7, and they've led by as many as 8. As this one gets later and later in it, I feel like Mitchell's got a better and better shot. Colonels get it to Stavener at half court. 4.40 to go. Colonels, this is the, one of the best games they've played all year. Stavener drive left side on Barons and a foul on Hillary Barons. That'll be her first. Team's third. Stabner making a living at the foul line, especially in the second half. She's 2 of 4 from the foul line in the second half. Two free throws upcoming. She makes them both. Colonels will be up by 9. Free throw for Stavner is no good at the back iron. Colonels leaving some points out there. You don't want to look back and say what could have, should have been with missed free throws. Stabner at the line, her second attempt. This one is good as well. So Stabner about 50% tonight. She's got 14. Seamson's got 14. That's been good enough. Colonels leading by eight here midway through this third quarter. When will the Brandon Valley offense get going? Barron's underneath, off the back iron and good. They're going to go to her every time. Barron's now has 13. She's probably going to need at least 25 tonight. 32-26, Mitchell in front. 4-10 to go, third quarter. Miring top of the key. Stavener underneath, right side. Layup is good. Feed your best player. Stavener on the layup. She now has a game-high 16 trying to lead her team to state. Barron's come up. A jump stop. That was too strong. Right side from about seven feet out. Colonels get possession. Another quick possession here for Brandon Valley. Colonels lead 34-26 with 3.45 to go. Wide open three. Simpson left side. She is just not going to miss tonight. Five three-pointers for Eddie Simpson. Colonels now up 11 with three and a half minutes. 3.35 to go. Get a foul underneath here. Clock stoppage. As Pageants with the drive to the bench. Colonels going to foul her. Just the second foul on Mitchell in this quarter. See who they give it to as Van Overshield checks out. Peterson back in for Mitchell. We'll give the foul to Stabner, her seconds, team seconds. Colonels up 11 with 11 and a half minutes to go in this game. Colonels lost to this team by 22 six nights ago. Underneath the wild shot, and Brandon Valley going to get free throws here for Kellenberger. Threw up a shot from the right side from about 10 feet out. Third foul on Mitchell. This will be the third on Seamson. So Seamson's got to watch out here foul trouble. And Brandon Valley will take a timeout. It's been a frustrating night for the Lynx. A great night for the Colonels. Mitchell up 37-26 with 3.27 to go in the third quarter. Largest lead tonight for Mitchell. Free throws upcoming for Brandon Valley. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN.
2: As you clear that last patch of snow from your driveway, breathe in that crisp, rejuvenating winter air before you throw yourself
1: into a monstrous snow pile and join First Dakota to bank some noise for winter
2: sports, shriek for tide-turning reversals, whoop at game-winning threes,
1: and gasp in awe at a perfect back walkover. Let them hear you from the cheap seats. Bank some noise with us at First Dakota National Bank.
2: Open a new account online today at firstdakota.com. Member FDIC.
1: You're listening to Mitchell-Colonel Basketball here tonight. It is the Sodax 16, and I don't think anybody saw this coming. Colonels up by 11 here at the 5 c Brandon Valley with 3.27 to go here third quarter. Again, Colonels have really never trailed in this one. Brandon Valley's been playing from behind this entire game. Colonels had a 24-20 lead at half. They've extended it here. Mitchell outscoring Brandon Valley 13-6 to in this quarter. Can the Colonels have a strong end to this third quarter? And go up with a nice 8 10, 12 point comfortable lead. We will see. Here's two free throws for Ava Kellenberger, and she misses it. Brandon Valley, they have also struggled from the line tonight. They're just 5 of 10 shooting free throws. Kellenberger, a 5 7 freshman, I would expect her to start next year. Averages nearly seven per game. Her second free throw is good. 37 27. Colonel's up by 10. Winner goes to Sioux Falls next week for the state tournament. We hope to be there. Drive by Peterson left side. She stops. Kicks it back out to Carson Wyke here with 20 to shoot. Stabner left side. Stuck in the left corner. Well outside the basket. Finds Carson Wyke in the right corner here with 12 to shoot. Somebody's got to help her. Get the ball from Carson Wyke. They turn it over. Oh, and we get a double dribble on Brandon Valley. The crowd doesn't like it. Jada Metzger got the steal. They call her for the double dribble. We've seen a couple of those calls tonight. You really won't see many double dribbles at all. We've seen a couple on both sides. So that call bails Mitchell out here. They'll get a fresh shot clock at 35 seconds. Colonel's up 10 here with 2.55 to go. Drive by Stadner underneath. Tough shot from right to left. Left it short under the basket. Trying to get it over the long arms of Barron's. Myring comes up with the steal. Turnover for Olivia Pageant, That was a fast break opportunity for Brandon Valley. And the Colonels, you want to waste some time, run some clock. Stavner at the top of the key here with still 20 to shoot. Stavner left side. Layup is no good. A little bit too strong. Rebound for Barron's and we're going to get a foul on Mitchell. Allison Meierink reaches in on Barron's. Meyerink second, team's fourth. Again, Brandon Valley's offense has just not been good tonight. They only have 27 points here late in the third. Colonels with a couple of opportunities. You have to score when you have opportunities like that if you are Mitchell. A 10-point lead is not comfortable enough for me. They have a timeout. They have some substitutions here. 37-27, Mitchell in front, 2.31 to go. Brandon Valley ball here, third quarter. Peterson's out there for Mitchell. Seamson's on the bench. You got Stabner, Van Overshield, Carson Wyke, and Inc. Seamson has 17 points. She's hit five three-pointers tonight. She's got three fouls, though, so if they can keep her on the bench for as long as the Colonels are up here by eight or ten, that'd be beneficial going to the fourth. Drive by Pageant. Gets it to Deckert. Pageant wide open for three in the right quarter. This one missed is short. Rebound tipped away. We're going to get a foul by Brandon Valley. This will go against Paisley-Haw for fourth. You just keep waiting for Brandon Valley to turn it on. You keep waiting for them to turn it on offensively. They're just not. Hoff to the bench now with four fouls. That's the fourth team foul on Brandon Valley as well. 37-27. Colonels with the ball here. Ten minutes to go. Two minutes left, third quarter. Inc. at the top of the key. Her defender goes with the steal. Misses. Peterson drives. Underneath, Stavener, wide open layup. She made it. Stavener putting together a career night as well. She's got 18. The Mitchell knee lead now as large as it's ever been. They're up 12. Barron's underneath. She loses it. Stavener comes up with it. Keeps possession to Meyerink. Colonels. Oh, Colonels throw it away. Meyerink's pass is too high for Carson Weick at half court. Colonels could have had it with about a minute to go here. Up by 12 in the third. Instead, he'll turn it over. 39-27. Mitchell in front here with 90 seconds to go. Third quarter, Brandon Valley basketball. Mitchell in this quarter, outscoring Brandon Valley 15-7. Barons underneath, misses a good look at a layup. Put back is good. Count it, and the foul. Hillary Barrens got her own miss back up. She now has 15. This will be the fifth team foul on Mitchell. This will be on Mackenzie Peterson, her second. Free throw here would cut it to nine. Oh, she missed it. Rebound for Stabner. Stabner with the double-double. Colonel's going to push up by ten. Stabner inside, kick it out. Left side, White drives. Underneath, Peterson loses it. It's a big old mess underneath. And we're going to get a tie-up. Possession arrow towards Mitchell. A minute nine to go. Colonel's got to end this quarter strong. Be up by at least 10 going into the fourth. 24 in the shot clock. Meyerink to throw it in. Seamson on the bench with 17 points and three fouls. We're going to get a whistle here on Mitchell. This will be a turnover. Mitchell before the ball was even inbounded. They call a foul here maybe on Van Overshield. Didn't see much there six fouls on Mitchell now they'll call it on Mackenzie Peterson so did something there before Mitchell could even get the ball in bounce again Mitchell's up 10 here with about a minute to go you need a stop and a score here you're just waiting for Brandon Valley to do something Barons brings it up Van Overshield on her Barons has 15. drive right side a little floater is good Barons with 17. Trying to lead a double-digit comeback. 39-31, Mitchell in front. 45 seconds to go. Brandon Valley crowd as loud as they've been tonight. Trying to cheer on their links. They're going to have to come from behind here in the fourth quarter. Wyke loses it. Brandon Valley. It's a tie-up. Tie-up's going to go to Brandon Valley. Colonels cannot turn the ball over. they got to take care of the ball. Get the ball in the hands of Stavner. Get it in Van Overshield's hands, your, your ball handlers. Shot clock is turned off. 30 seconds to go here in the third. Colonel's up by eight. This should be Brandon Valley's last possession of the third. Barron's left wing. Looks like they're going to hold for final shot here with 20 seconds to go. Third quarter, Colonel's up eight. Barons drives right side, same play as last time, missed it, almost another three point play. Free throws with 15 seconds left in the third. Barons will shoot two. Brandon Valley now in the bonus. Seven fouls on Mitchell. Foul will be on Van Overshield, her third. Barons at the line to shoot two. Free throw is good. Off the front and back iron, and it rolls in. And Barron's now with 18. The rest of her team has 14. It's been a one-woman show tonight. Free throw for Barron's is good. Brandon Valley's cut the lead to six. 10 seconds left, third quarter. A loud gym. they gotta figure out. They finally got uh, something going here with the crowd. Barron steals it at half court with four seconds to go. Going for the layup. Stabner, though. Stabner with a clean swat. And she knocks it out of bounds here with one second to go. All the momentums for Brandon Valley. Colonels need the quarter break very badly. One second to go. Metzger to throw it in. Colonels up 39-33. No reason why Brandon Valley should score off this. They get it to Barron. She never got it off. And that's how the quarter's going to end. Colonels were up by 12. Their lead is down to six. Can they pull off the unthinkable? The darn near impossible. We're eight minutes away from finding out. Colonels 39. Brandon Valley 33. We'll see who goes to state next week in Sioux Falls. We're back in one minute on KORN.
0: This is Austin Iverson. It's been 75 years for Iverson Auto sales and service. It really makes us think about how we got here. Being a third generation Iverson in the business, I can tell you, it's the team that dedicates themselves every day to ensure your family travels safely. Iverson's customers know that we have a comparable vehicle ready for them when the unforeseen happens. Iverson's, a 75-year legacy you can trust in both Mitchell and Huron or online at IversonAuto.com.
1: Colonel Girls, eight minutes away from going to state. 39-33, Mitchell in front. Then Overshield, right side. Stavener on the right side. Seamson back out there. Seamson has five three-pointers tonight. She's got 17. Colonels lose it. Colonels giving this game away. Too many turnovers. Colonels throw it away again. Throw it away again. Metzger on the left wing. She dribbles back out to half court. They want to get it to Barron's. She's gonna do everything for them in this fourth quarter. Drive underneath, Stabner got called for the foul saying, what did I do? You reached in on a good player, that's why you got uh, called for a foul. Stabner with her third on the reach in looked pretty clean from this vantage point. Third on Stabner, eighth on Mitchell. They're gonna call this a two-shot foul. So two free throws here for Hillary Behrens. She makes them, Colonel's lead will be down to four. 7.32 7.32 to go. Free throw is no good. Barons with 19. Madison Geber has 6. He gives you the scoring discrepancy for Brandon Valley tonight. Seamson with 17. Stavener with 18 for Mitchell. They've got 35, of they're 39. Free throw for Barons is good. Colonel lead is down to 5. 39-34. Colonel's got to score and stop turning the ball over. Kicked out of bounds. Brandon Valley kicked it last. Some other scores here. Spearfish and Harrisburg tied at 27. Four minutes to go in that one. Spearfish, the 11 seed, looking to pull off a huge upset at number six. Harrisburg, that one close as well late in the fourth quarter. Stadner at the top of the key. Seamson right side. Colonels moving across the court left to right. 17 to shoot. Colonels up five here with 7-10 to go in the game. Drive by Stadner, layup blocked by Behrens. It'll be last touch by Brandon Valley. Colonels will have 13 to shoot. Also tonight, Jefferson in front of Aberdeen, 34-31, early fourth quarter. And that's a four seed, hoping to advance over 13. Seamson gets it in, Nope, it's stolen by Behrens. Barron's going to have a wide open layup. It's going to be a three-point game. Colonels need a timeout here. All the momentum to Brandon Valley. Barron's taking over this game. She's got 22. Colonels need a timeout. 39-36. to Mitchell still in front, but this is where the Mitchell offense goes cold. They were outscored uh, Saturday night, 17-3 in this fourth quarter. They're being outscored already. Here, 3-0. 6.56 to go. Mitchell's got a score. That's all there is to it. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN.
0: The cheering fans, the whistle blows, the ball bounces on the court, the clock ticks, and we realize all the sounds of the game. If you have difficulties with any of these sounds or hearing others, it's time to see Dr. Patricia Larson Shields, Mitchell's only audiologist. She can help you hear all the sounds of the game. Get into the game of hearing and enjoy the sounds you are missing. Hearing Plus LLC of Mitchell. We're Hearing Plus and so much more.
1: Colonel basketball tonight, Travis Crinz, K O R N News Radio, FM 1013 and AM 1490. Colonels take a timeout. They've got three left. Colonels up 39 36. They were up by 12 in the four, in the third quarter. They were up by 10 with about 90 seconds to go in the third. It's been all Brandon Valley since. Colonels have not scored in the last three minutes. Not turning it over and scoring. That's about as simple as it gets for Mitchell. Out of the timeout. Brandon Valley crowd finally into the game here in the last couple minutes. They sense their season's on the brink. Stabner at the top of the key. Going to drive left side on Barron's. Turn right. Layup is good. You go to your best player, and that is Sawyer Stabner. She's got 20. She put the moves there on Barons, Going left and turning right. Barron's top of the key. Here's a left side drive by Pageant. Right corner, Deckert for three. That one's in and out, no good. Rebound for Stabner. You feel like the momentum kind of back in Mitchell's favor here. 41-36 with 6.15 to go. Stabner right side brings it back out. Now goes left. Left side, Van Overshield for three and good! Lauren Van Overshield, her second shot tonight. A 5-0 run. Colonels up by eight with six minutes to go. A great response coming out of the timeout. Oh, they lose it. Gonna be oh, not an over and back. It goes way over on the other side here. Barons keeps it. They say Mitchell knocked it away. 545 to go. Colonels up eight. They need another stop. Pageant, the freshman, drives left side her own teammate, bumped into her. Barrens. Colonels wanted to travel. Barrens for three, top of the key. Short rebound, Brandon. Kick it out underneath. Well short rebound. Mitchell basketball, last touched by Kellenberger she had the offensive rebound and put back, that was no good onto that timeout a great response for Mitchell Van Overshield with the three, she will sit Seamson brings it up Carson Weick, Stabner Myring, Peterson Your are five on the floor let's see how loud this Brandon Valley gym can get Stabner drives, lay right side missed it She gets the offensive rebound. Seamson at three right side. Oh, off the front iron, no good. Peterson going to pick up her fourth foul underneath. Peterson on the foul, her fourth, team's ninth. That three-pointer for Seamson would have made it an 11-point Mitchell lead with about five minutes left. You can feel it, you can taste it, but it's so far away here for the Colonels. They're up by eight, but you still don't feel comfortable. One and one. Free throw for Jada Metzger. Only a 57% foul shooter. Metzger, her free throw's got to miss it. She does. Rebound, though, for Brandon Valley, and you know who, Barons. Oh, they thought about a three. Metzger should have shot the three. She was wide open on the right wing. Colonel's up eight, under five minutes to go. Brandon Valley ball. Wide open three, right side. No good. Back iron. Rebound for Metzger. Get it out to Deckert. Deckert drives, now left corner. Padgett, she drives, double teamed. Kick out, left corner, three. Deckert, good. Kennedy Deckert's first shot tonight's a three-pointer with 4.35 to go. Drive by Peterson underneath. She loses her footing. She's bumped. We'll get a foul on Metzger, her first, excuse me, second on Metzger. Team's fifth. 4.34 to go. Colonels clinging to a five-point lead. 44-39. The offense needs to continue to score. Colonels scored 10 points in the first quarter, 14 in the second, and 15 in the third. They've got five points here. They need to score at least, you would think, 12 or 15 in this quarter to win it. 35 to shoot. Colonels get it into Carson White. Got to get the ball in the hands here of Stabner. Stabner right wing. Picks up her dribbles. Got to get rid of it. You got to come to her. You got to come to her. Seamson inside. Left side. Layup for Seamson. No good. Contested. Rebound Barron's. Brandon Valley pushes down five. Layup right side. A clean block. Put back is good. Kellenberger on the layup. We got a three-point game. Timeout here for Mitchell. They'll still have two left. 44-41, 44 to 41. Mitchell still in front. 5.04 to go. Excuse me, 4.05 to go. Nine fouls on the Colonels. So the next foul on Mitchell will put Brandon Valley in the double bonus. So we'll get two free throws every time up. Brandon Valley has just four fouls. So the Colonels still a few fouls away from getting in the bonus themselves. Last time Mitchell called a timeout, they were also up by three with just under seven to go, and they responded with a quick five-nothing run out of that timeout. Stabner had a layup, and Van Overshield hit a big three in the left corner, that pushed the Mitchell lead back up to eight. You just feel like Brandon Valley is going to win this game. Somehow, someway, they've trailed for 98% of this game. Colonels have played so well. Is this the game they put it all together? they played the top teams in the state close. It's been a stretch though where they go cold. They've not had that stretch all that often tonight. They get it into Stabner. Stabner nearly loses it and she does. Turnover at half court. The pressure got to Stabner and you just feel like it's a matter of time. Mitchell in front, only four minutes to go. Brandon Valley ball, a three here would tie it. Olivia Pageant, right wing. Dribbling left, now right on Stadner, inside, off glass, nowhere close. Missed everything. Rebound for Simpson. Colonels need points so badly. They've been getting the stops defensively. Barron's bumped Simpson. They're not going to get that call because you're not the home team and you're not Hillary Barron's. Three and a half minutes to go. Colonel's up three. Van Overshield in front of her bench. Driving right side. She's bumped. We're going to get a foul. Good call, ref. Good call. That'll reset the shot clock here. Fifth foul on Brandon Valley. That'll go on Hillary Behrens, her second. 3.28 to go. Mitchell up 44-41. They need to score here like I need to breathe. Seamson going to throw it in here. They're still not going to give her the ball. What are we checking on? The foul. Second foul on Barron's. Yes, she can be called for a foul. It is in the rule book. Fifth on Brandon Valley. Seamson to throw it in here. 35 on the shot clock. Seamson gets it into Stabner. Back to Seamson in the right corner. Barron's knocks it out. Colonels will get it. Three seconds went off the clock we still got a long way to go here. 3.25 in eternity. Stabner at half court. Colonel's up three. Barron's on Stabner. Stavner three, top of the key. Oh, in and out. It rattled in and out. No good. Rebound for Padgett. She's going to push it. Left corner three. Deckert for the tie. And she hit it. Kennedy Deckert with two threes, and we're tied at 44 with under three minutes to go. Mitchell basketball. Drive by White. Underneath left side to Stabner. Seamson drives on the right side. Layup is so good and so tough. Seamson gets it to go. She's got 19. She is a freshman, folks. 46-44. Left corner. They don't pull the trigger on a three. Deckert again. Missed this one. Deckert from the right elbow. That would have gave Brandon Valley the lead. Colonels bring it up with 2.25 to go. Mitchell up 46-44. Possessions few. The pressure building. Carson Wyke being bumped. No foul. Wyke on the drive. Seamson for three. Right corner. And she missed it. She was wide open. Rebound for Wyke. Knocked out. Last touched by Mitchell. And they'll say Mitchell touched it last. Wyke got the offensive rebound. Threw it to Seamson in the right corner. Woo! Mackenzie Peterson checking in here for Carson Wyke. 2:07 to go. Colonels up 46-44. Colonels are 5-0 when they score more than 50. They're 3-12 when they don't. They've got 46 points right now. If they score 50, I think they'll win. Brandon Valley Ball, minute 50 to go. 17 to shoot. Right side. Here's a drive. We get a, Colonel's going to, it's a possession arrow on the tie-up. It goes to Brandon Valley, so that'll reset the shot clock. Carson White going to check in here after a quick break. She'll check in for Stabner. This is interesting. They're going to take Stabner out with a minute 46 to go. Wow. Maybe get her a quick rest. Stabner out. Here's a drive by Metzger right side. Brandon Valley's got open threes, they don't shoot them. here's a left corner three for the uh, lead no good, Van Overshield with the rebound off the mark by Kellenberger we're getting down there folks, 90 seconds to go Mitchell up by two, Stadner on the bench Colonels want to call the timeout here possession arrow goes to Mitchell oh they're going to give Mitchell a timeout instead hold on here I thought it was a tie up but they're going to give Mitchell the timeout which is even better They needed to call a timeout specifically to get Stavener back on the floor. Minute 24 to go. 23 on the shot clock, so the possession arrow still towards Mitchell. That was huge. That was a tie-up, so if there's any tie-up here, the ball's going to stay with the Colonels. Boy, Colonels, can they pull this off? You keep thinking Brandon Valley's going to come back here. And what a heartbreaker this would be for Mitchell. This would make up for these past couple years. Mitchell, been around an eight-win team. They've been able to beat the, the lower half teams of AA, but they've not been able to beat one of these top-tier teams. The Brandon Valleys, the Sioux Falls Schools. They played close with them, not able to, to defeat them. Uh, Harrisburg did win. They advanced 35-30. to I'm sure that was a barn burner. Harrisburg defeats Spearfish 35-30. Jefferson up on Aberdeen 55 39 with just a couple minutes left. So the two other upset bids fall short. Aberdeen actually had a one point lead in that game in half. They're now down by 16. Pierce beating Brookings. Washington's beating Roosevelt. O'Gorman beat Central. Upsets don't happen, and they're not going to happen tonight if it's not Mitchell. Spearfish couldn't get the job done. Aberdeen couldn't get the job done. 23 to shoot, minute 24 to go. Colonels with the ball, up by two. Van Overshield at half court. Colonels with one timeout left. Seamson left wing, top of the key, dribbling right. In the lane, she's bumped. Here's Carson White, 10 to shoot. Hinkle with the two. Too strong, Hinkle with the rebound. Drive by Stabner, layup and good. One minute to go, Colonels up by four. 22 points for Sawyer Stabner. You stop him here, you just may do it. Deckert left side, 45 to go. Layup, short. Colonel's going to pick up the foul. Two free throws for Brandon Valley. Kennedy Deckert, a 72% foul shooter. Double bonus time. Foul is on Delana Hankel, her first. Colonel's up four with 46 seconds left. Free throw for Deckert is good. Deckert, seven points for her all in this fourth quarter, including two three pointers. Hinkle is out. Peterson back in. This would make it a two point game. Deckert's free throw is good. Timeout. 48-46, Mitchell up by two. 46 seconds to go. Big thing here is not turning the ball over. You can run this thing down here to around 15 seconds. There's 35 on the shot clock. 46.8 seconds to go. If Mitchell can make a shot or a free throw, somehow get points, that would be huge. Colonels have one timeout left. Brandon Valley has one timeout left. Brandon Valley looking for a stop and a score to at very least tie it. Overtime, very much a possibility tonight. If you're Mitchell, you want to win this in regulation. 48-46. Mitchell's led pretty much the entire way. Colonels were up 12, late third quarter. Colonels get it into Stabner. Stabner passed half court. Seamson along two. No, she missed it. Rebound for Carson Wyke, And then now they have to foul. They foul Stavner. 36 seconds to go. Colonel's offensive rebounding has been amazing tonight. Carson Wyke has been in the mix. Delana Hinkle has been in the mix. Seven fouls on Brandon Valley. Free throws upcoming. First foul on Deckert. Sawyer Stavner at the line, shooting one and one. Stavner can send Mitchell to state if she can hit her free throws. Colonel's up two with 36 seconds left. A one and one, Stabner free throw is good. Stavner, a junior, one of the great Colonel players we've seen in recent times has 23. This one for a four point lead. Stavner made both of them big money players make the shots when you need them, she's got 24 Colonel's up 4 with 30 seconds to go, pull this thing out, 3 for Brandon Valley, left side and good, timeout Kennedy, Deckert where did she come from? Colonel's 50 Brandon Valley 49 with 25 seconds to go this is not going to be easy Deckert has 11 points They're all in the fourth quarter. She's hit three from three. Brandon Valley has used their final timeouts. They will have to foul or go for a turnover. Mitchell's got 50 points. That's the magic number. Mitchell is 5-0. They have not lost this season when they score 50. They've got 50 right now. Colonels are 3-12 when they score under 50. They needed to score more points than they did on Saturday, in which they lost 55-33. They've done that tonight. Colonels on the floor. you have got Van Overshield, Stabner, Carson Wyke, Seamson, and Meyerink. Stabner's going to throw it in, presumably to Van Overshield, who will probably give it right back to Stabner. And you want Stabner shooting free throws. Van Overshield gets it. She is fouled. Jada Metzger on the foul, a gentle push, sends Van Overshield to her knees. So we've got some more big free throws here. Lauren Van Overshield, the sophomore, has five points tonight, hit a huge three-pointer earlier in the quarter. That seems like a day and a half ago. 24 seconds to go, a one and one. Eighth team foul on Brandon Valley. Van Overshield up by one, big free throws. Van Overshield hits it. Colonels hitting those free throws at the end. Now up by two. He can feel it. Colonels seconds away from pulling off a massive, massive upset. Van Overshield, second free throw is good. Colonels are up by three with 24 seconds to go. You stop them here, you go to the state tournament. They don't have timeouts left either. Pageant, top of the key. Brandon Valley needs a three. Only 12 seconds left. Pageant, 10 seconds to go. They get it to Barron's. Barron's on the drive. She misses. We get a foul with six seconds to go. Brandon Valley needed a three. They need a lot to happen to win this game now with 6.1 seconds to go. Foul is on Mitchell. Two free throws for Barron's. It's the fourth foul on Stabner. Barron's to the line to shoot two. Colonel's up 52-49 with six seconds to go. Barron's free throw is no good. At this point, Mitchell. I, You should win this game. (laughs) Mitchell should win this game. Now they got to miss it. They got to miss it. They don't have time to make it and get a foul. 6.1 to go. Mitchell up by three. Barron's at the line. I think she's going to probably miss this one. This one is no good. Stabner gets it. 3.2 seconds to go. Mitchell, you are so close from going to the state tournament. A game in which nobody picked the Colonels to win. I didn't think they were going to win. Nobody thought they were going to win. Stabner at the line, shooting one and one. Brandon Valley needs a miracle. They're down three with 3.2 seconds to go. If Stabner makes this free throw, Mitchell wins. Eighth foul on the links. Brandon Valley wants more time on the clock. There was 6.1 when Barons missed. 3.2, they're going to keep it at 3.2. oh, nope, they're going to put 4.3. 4.3 on the clock. If Stabner makes it, it's a four-point lead with four seconds. If she misses it, Brandon Valley needs a miracle to force overtime. Stabner's free throw is good, and barring an unforeseen miracle, the Mitchell Colonels are going to go to the state tournaments next week in Sioux Falls. Dave Brooks want ev- wants everybody off the foul line. Get off the foul line. Get off the foul line. They do. 53-49, four seconds to go. Stabner, free throw, no good. Four seconds to go. Don't play defense. Let them go. Barron's a three. It won't count. Your Mitchell Colonels have pulled off one of the most amazing upsets we have seen in recent history. Colonels, 53. Brandon Valley, 49. The 12 seed beats the 5 seed for the first time ever in the SOTAC 16. Are you kidding me? We're not done. We got three games in Sioux Falls next week. Colonels, they're going to play the four seed. Sioux Falls, Jefferson. Tears in the eyes of Brandon Valley. Sad tears. Tears in the eyes of the Mitchell Colonels. Those would be happy tears. 53-49. Mitchell does the unthinkable. We'll talk with head coach Dave Brooks. They'll cut down the nets. We'll wait as long as we have to. Unbelievable. Dave Brooks in his first year here as head coach. Colonels win 53-49. to They only had four players score. And that's all they needed. Simpson had a huge night. Stabner had a huge night. Colonels made some huge free throws at the end. A celebration that Mitchell does at the end of their game, usually in the locker room. Something they call Colonel Jacks. They're jumping jacks. Doing them here on the floor right now. We'll take a timeout and have an extended post game here coming up on 7:30 tonight. Again, yeah, that's why you play the games. You can play them on paper. You might be right 95% of the time. But then there's that other 5%. Mitchell 53, Brandon Valley 49. The 12 seed upsets the 5. Brandon Valley ends the season 15-6. and six. Brandon Valley had won 9 in a row. Brandon Valley had beaten Mitchell 14 in the past 15 times they've met. This was not supposed to happen tonight but it did. Post game show up next here on KORN. Hello,
2: here's to welcoming moments, big and small. Embracing the unexpected, savoring life. At Avera, our nationally recognized health system will be right here with you, ready for anything. We listen to your goals and help you achieve them with care and coverage. We'll move you forward through sickness and health and every milestone in between. Avera, moving health forward. Learn more at avera.org slash forward.
1: Colonel Post Game Show here. It's reaction to the action, and uh, there's a ladder out there. They're cutting down the nets. Head coach Dave Brooks joins us, and nobody, I think, thought this was going to happen. But finally, for a couple years now, you've been playing these teams close. It's probably the best that you've played. There wasn't many uh, long offensive droughts. Brandon Valley's offense never got going you did a lot of things good offensive rebounding three pointers everything went right tonight
2: and it had to it had you to. know Brandon's in the last 13-14 games maybe one loss and that's maybe to wash or something so I mean we, we saw it last week so we know how good they were and and I uh, told the girls, you know, and I looked at the stats. It wasn't too bad. The only difference is we didn't shoot very well. We shot 21% and they shot 40. And I said, we, you know, we averaged 36, 37. I said, I know we can shoot better now. And I, and I told them on the board, I said, we got to get to 50 tonight if we're going to be in it. So I don't know if they listened to me, but they got a job done. So really, really proud of them.
1: 50 is that magic number. You're 6-0 when you score 50. Is that right? You got okay. to fifty, six and 0 now on the season. Okay. A lot, lot of big plays. Addie Simpson was so oh. big. Played with foul trouble, and she had uh, what 19 points. She had five three pointers. Kept that offense going uh, early on, and boy, she was just lights out tonight.
2: Well, and we needed that to start out. And uh, I don't know. I mean, the kids uh, said at half that, or the coaches said we hadn't. We led the whole game the first half. I don't know if the second half yeah. they got to lead I, I don't, or not. I don't, I don't think know. they
1: led but, the entire but yeah, game. But you know,
2: Addie. Had been in the funk, I mean, the last last few games, and uh, tonight was you know really really good, and we needed that. Got that second foul early on, and so I went and told her bench. I said, "You're not done playing this half. You're going to get back in." Just she goes, "I know, I know." I said, "Okay, we're very good." So. Yeah, so. everybody stepped up, you know, and we went with that little kind of face guarding. And, mm-hmm. and so uh, and I told Lauren and Kenzie that if we win, those guys are going to lead us in Colonel Jacks nice. because, of, because of the defense. Well, we had a good crowd, so that's good.
1: Everybody, student section, no, everybody doing the Colonel Jacks. 24 for Sawyer Stavener, an All-Stater. She'll be an All-Stater this year. She'll be an All-Stater next year. Big free throws for her. She hit a three in that first half. And when you needed something to happen, you put it in Sabner's hands, and, and she delivered some huge free throws at the end of the game.
2: Well, and then taking care of the basketball. We were struggling yes. a little bit up on top to get into our offense because of their pressure, and uh, Sawyer's just, uh, you know, so we kind of moved her around. Her versatility, I mean, allowed us to do that, and you know, the other kids kind of know the play, so it's just... Uh uh, I mean, yeah, everybody did some things, but our, our two big kids, you know, stepped mm-hmm. up and did what they needed to do.
1: Had Lauren, had a huge three. Let's talk about this timeout. There was just under seven to go. You'd been up by 12, third quarter, and they were on a run. This place got loud all of a oh, sudden. Man. I think they yeah. realized, we're finally in trouble. we got to get this team going. You call a timeout, seems like Brandon Valley's going to take this thing. Three-point lead. Sawyer gets a layup to make it five. Lauren comes back with the three in the left quarter to make it eight. That was a huge little five-nothing run. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I got to tell you, whatever play we called at, in the timeout, that wasn't it. <laughs> that wasn't what happened. You no, know, it was just uh, it turned out to be Sawyer create and she did it, and then you hit the three like you said. So it's uh, you know, on the board we just said just play. Yes. You know, I can overthink this. I can say all these things, but at the end of the day, just just go play. Do what you guys do, and they said we'll see where the chips fall and. We had a few more chips fall our way, I guess.
1: To, to pull something off like this, you need everybody to do something tonight. Delena Hankel, uh, she had a couple wow. big offensive rebounds. She had a block. She was all over the place. I thought offensive rebounding, I mean, they're bigger than you guys, and uh, you really dominated offensively, got got those longer possessions, maybe shortened the game up a little bit, kept their offense uh, uh, off the floor. Uh, Delena had some big things. Carson White had a couple of big offensive rebounds for you. Uh, Mackenzie Peterson came in. Everybody did something tonight for you.
2: Yeah, and you know, we I and mean, we we knew it. If you hit the floor tonight, you you didn't have time to mess around and figure out the game's going. on. You got to hit it going mm-hmm. 100 mile an hour. And I think the kids, you know, did that. I, I don't know. I I don't know if we can play any better. I yeah, I, I really don't. I mean, that was just the, the effort. I think all year's been there, and so tonight, effort, a little bit of luck, making a couple shots, and. Uh, we got a W, man. And
1: how rewarding is this, uh, to do this all year, you're 8-12. and 12, You're going to go into the state tournament. You're going to play Jefferson. Jefferson beat Aberdeen. Aberdeen was up by one at the half, oh, really? but uh, they yeah. ended up losing by about 15 or 20. Uh, so you get Jefferson coming up. You get to go to the Pentagon. We were there a couple years ago. Yeah. That was a, a great venue, and uh, they, m- memories remain tonight as you get yeah. to – play next week.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's uh I mean it's a testament to those kids, you know, they've kind of hung in there out of what we lost five in a row, maybe six, I don't know. Yeah. So it's kind of hard. And then I, you know, we've talked before in the locker room, I go, "Well, here we go. We played 20 minutes tonight. We played 22, we played 24. The kids were focused tonight on playing 32." So they'll yeah, I mean, Carson's up there cutting the net down and all, you know, I just uh yeah, it's that's why you work, I guess, yeah. and you, you don't always get this to happen. And I, before the game, I said, we don't take this for granted. We may not be here next year. You don't know that. So tonight, put it on the line. We'll see what happens.
1: This has never happened before. 12 has never beaten a 5 in this thing. There's been a 10. There's been an 11. There's been a couple nines. This is you know, probably the biggest upset there's ever been here past five, six years of the Sodak 16. So uh, it would happen sooner or later. It may as well happen to you. Enjoy it. Cut down the net. Uh, have a nice bus yeah. ride, and uh, we got more basketball next really.
2: week. Yeah. Hey, thanks for covering us. We Absolutely. Appreciate
1: it. Head coach Dave Brooks in his first year. Coach, thanks a lot, and we'll be down there. Look at that. Mitchell wins 53 to 49. I gotta. You want to hear i'll oh, sign? It. I'll, I'll bring. I'll be down. I'll be down. You sure? Yep. I'll be down later. You you'll be here for a while. I presume you'll be here for a while. Sawyer Steiner will give her the game ball. I think we also want to give one to Addie Seamson as well. 24 points for Stavner. Don't have a rebound, but I would assume she had her normal uh, 10, 12 rebounds on the night. Eddie Seamson had 19. The Colonels' two best players, Stavner and Seamson, combined for 43 of their 53. They scored all but 10 of their points. Uh, Meyer had two, and Lauren Van Overshield, uh, she had four points. For Brandon Valley, Hillary Barron's had a big night. Let's see what she had here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. She had about 24 points, so Barons was really the only one that did anything offensively uh, for Brandon Valley tonight. Kennedy Decker went off with three three-pointers. She had 11 points. All of those were in the fourth quarter, and uh, for Barons, she only had three points in that entire fourth. Uh, Madison Giever had six off the bench, but all of those were in the first half. Uh, Olivia Pageant had three. Metzger had three. Kellenberger had four. Everything had to go right for Mitchell to pull this thing off, and it did. Uh, Brandon Valley, they scored 49, which is right around their season average. They give up uh, they give up 45 on the season. They, they, they score 51, so uh, things were, were pretty close in that aspect. Mitchell averages 45. They got to 53. Huge nights for the two stars, Sawyer Stabner and Addie Simpson. So our coverage continues next week. It is the AA State Tournament. We'll be back in Sioux Falls at the Sanford Pentagon. Beautiful facility right there. Uh, Colonel's going to take on the number four seed, Sioux Falls Jefferson. That's another team that uh, Mitchell played pretty close, and then Jefferson ended up uh, winning there by quite a bit at the end. Again, we'll get you an update on these other scores as well. We'll keep it here. As they continue to cut down the nets here at Brandon Valley, what a stunner tonight, 53-49. to 49. Let's take a look here at the other girls' standings. Really no other upsets were. There were a couple of upsets brewing tonight in Sioux Falls and in Harrisburg, but they did not come to pass. All top seeds should win here except Brandon Valley. Uh, Let's start here at the top. Washington defeated Roosevelt 53-40. That one's fairly close for a 1 versus 16. Uh, The two-seed pier defeats Brookings 68-42. Number 3 O'Gorman, they beat Rapid City Central 63-26. Uh, The four-seed Jefferson got past Aberdeen 57-41. Aberdeen, I believe the score was 19-18 at halftime, so that was a big second half uh, for Jefferson. Uh, The six-seed Harrisburg, they put up 35, and that was enough to win tonight. They beat Spearfish 35-30. Spearfish, they were up 19-14 at the the end of that first half, so uh, Harrisburg, uh, that's a team I would love to see Mitchell play again just because Harrisburg just doesn't score a lot of points. Then we have two more games out going. Uh, let's see, Watertown leading Lincoln 16-12. That's at the half. Watertown the number eight seed. And also uh, Rapid City Stevens the seven seed. They're up on Huron 29-23. That one they have just started the second quarter. And in the one here tonight, the most important one, Mitchell, the 12 seed. Defeats the number five seed, Brandon Valley. to and I don't think it's hyperbole. I don't think it's an exaggeration. This is the biggest upset there's ever been here in the past six years of this Sodak 16. We've mentioned there's been a 10 seed that's won. There's been an 11 seed that has won. There's never been a number 12 seed. These upsets rarely happen. It had to happen at some point, and Mitchell, the first team ever, the first 12 seed ever to advance here in this new format uh, over the past couple of years. Our coverage continues tomorrow. More Mitchell Colonel basketball. Hopefully, it's a Patch Corn Palace for the final uh, Corn Palace game of the year. Colonel Boys, they will be in action looking to punch their ticket to the state tournaments. Colonel Boys, the three seed at 16 and four, your ESD champs, they take on the number 14 seed, Watertown Arrows, a team they beat by 16 points two weekends ago up in Rapids, up in uh, Watertown. As uh, Mitchell looking to go to the state tournament on the boys' side. Uh, for the third consecutive season. Dave Brooks now up on the ladder, cutting down that uh, final nylon of net. Going to be some cheers here in seconds. There they are. Dave Brooks, first year as head coach, has led Mitchell here to the state tournament as they've cut the nets down, and those will be coming home here to Brookings. So, Colonel basketball coming up here uh, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, we'll have the pregame show uh, here right around 5.45. Uh, we'll have this game on iTunes. We'll upload this as soon as we get back to uh, to Mitchell. I would imagine a few folks would want to listen back to this game or uh, maybe listen to it here for the first time tonight. I know I will. Colonels pull off an unbelievable upset, 53-49. to 49. 19 points for Eddie Simpson, who had five threes, and Sawyer Stabner with 24 points. The big players for Mitchell came up big. They played their best game of the season when they had to. Again, I just want to read these stats one more time. Brandon Valley had won nine in a row coming into this game. They hadn't lost in two months. Uh, They'd won 14 of the past 15 games versus Mitchell. Mitchell won a couple years ago, 67-62 back in the 2021 season. Other than that, they had not beaten Brandon Valley in 15 years. There could not have been more things to go against Mitchell going into this game. The history, how these teams played six days ago. Again, six days ago we were here on a Saturday night making up that uh, blizzard doubleheader colonels lost 55 33 that's why you play the games again nobody saw this coming i didn't you didn't but uh, congratulations to the mitchell colonels mitchell 53 brandon valley 49 our coverage continues tomorrow we'll see you back at the corn palace for the boys for max Moore, i'm an exhausted travis krenz more colonel basketball coming up next week from the state tournament in sioux falls
0: You've been listening to KORN News Radio Sports coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at kORNradio.com. Coverage of the Colonels on KORN was brought to you by Poet, First Dakota National Bank, Iris and Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, Aurora Cooperative, Avera Health Central Office, Runnings Farm and Fleet, Hearing Plus, Mitchell Roofing, Core Insurance, Southeastern Electric Co op. SDI, Barcher Concrete and Masonry, Agronomy Plus in Mitchell, Rock Creek and Howard and Valley Station in Armor, SunGold Sports, Farm Bureau Financial Services, Rocky Newenhouse, the South Dakota Attorney General's Office, Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. This activity was brought to you by KORN, its advertisers, and the member schools of the South Dakota High School Activities Association. No rebroadcasting whole or in part may be made without the written permission of the South Dakota High School Activities Association. This has been a sports presentation of KORN Mitchell, a division of Nedved Media, LLC.